0: Welcome to episode 7 of the Ghoulish Entertainment Podcast. I'm Jimmy again and this week we're talking about E3 predictions because we're about a week out and PlayStation have said they're going to reveal 4 games pre-E3 on the run up and I want to try and get in before that with some predictions and what I think might happen and the kind of things I'm looking forward to. So just a quick one um, before I get started and jump straight in. I'm taking a slight break from making videos for Ghoulish Entertainment, and um, news posts and stuff have been a bit sporadic, which they're not gonna stay that way. Um, This week, I'm gonna get back on top of that. But as for videos, at the minute, I don't have a good place to record them, or a good way to edit them. I'm a bit limited at the minute. It won't always be that way. But for the next month and a bit, two months, I'm taking a break from making uh, videos. There's not been that much anyway. The latest video I filmed didn't go very well. There was um, corruption issues. So for the time being, I'm focusing on writing for the website, writing in general um, for my career. And podcasts. So the podcast is swapping from fortnightly to weekly. So it's going to be every Friday um, to fill the gap left by videos. So this week, as I said, is E3. There's a lot I want to try and cover in a short amount of time. So here we go, I guess. <laughs> Starting off is the really cool announcement of Fallout 76. When I saw the post on social media by Bethesda of the please stand by... Voltec tech kind of holding screen i assumed it was going to be like a switch port or a mobile version i didn't think we'd get a full proper quote unquote proper um not to annoy people um release of fallout after fallout 4 i didn't think we'd get it this soon really but pleasantly surprised so fallout 76 it is set chronologically way before any of the game's We've currently experienced in in the game, I think, by about a hundred years, and there was a lot of focus on Reclamation Day, which seems to be um, Vault seventy six was a control vault, which means that they was one they were one of the very few vaults of about five hundred people not to have experiments done on them by Vault Tech. They were just given the experience and solitude promised by Vault Tech to everyone. Uh, but we're one of the few groups that actually got it so of all emptying out and reclaiming the land around them at full strength is quite an interesting novel concept because in other games we've been the lone wanderer we've been one person shunned kicked out into the wasteland and everyone everyone's against you whereas this seems to not play that narrative at all It's basically a settlement that's moving out into the land with the idea of reclaiming it. Now, although it's a full Fallout game, it is apparently not going to be a typical Fallout experience, which might concern you greatly. It's going to be, reportedly, by both Kotaku and IGN, a survival-type RPG multiplayer game. So think of um, Rust or Ark... Uh, or Daisy, in a way, so it's going to be like a survival horror resource management game, I'm hoping we still get to play as, I mean I don't know this for sure and no one does, um, but I'm pretty sure it'll be like the Elder Scrolls Online of the Fallout universe, so with, with, with a bit more construction thrown in. I'm all for those kind of games, um, especially if they're open-world and you can personalise to a minute degree your character, your settlement, your outpost. I mean, outpost building was introduced in Fallout 4, so I can see this as a natural progression, and if you were ever going to do a survival horror game for that includes building and resource management, if you ask someone what game do you think could fit that recipe, That doesn't already have that recipe and Fallout, the Fallout universe and the world as is is pretty ripe for that, especially in the wasteland area, so I'm really looking forward to seeing more from that I'm hoping that at E3 um, we will see gameplay, I'm pretty sure we will, I don't think they have announced it this soon if not but I can see it being an Elder Scrolls Online type game crossed with Ark or Rust So I I am really looking forward to that. The level of consumable management will decide how long I spend with the game. Uh, If it's too in-depth and there's like 80 things you've got to collect and 80 gauges you've got to stay keeping the green, that I could see wearing thin. Um, I don't know whether, you like, myself you you're quite open to stories told in a different way in existing universes or maybe you just wanted to flat out Fallout 5 um same again experience you've come to know but in a different place let me know maybe you've got some suggestions of your own but quickly moving on to the next thing because there's uh, several bullet points to cover here i think although it's not really been announced but just rumored we might actually see something from Halo 6 so at the end of Halo 5 spoilers Cortana kind of becomes self-aware and govern. I mean, she is anyway, she's an AI. But um, she kind of goes off the deep end and becomes the big bad and gets control of all the digital, like, Prometheans and stuff and kind of wants to digitise the human race and all life. So it is AI and robots against humanity, Sangili, everyone, basically. And Cortana's in the forefront of that I don't know what Halo 6 is going to be uh, other than more of the same I kind of dropped off a little bit Halo uh, after Bungie gave it up just because I don't find the gameplay as fun all the enemies as fun to fight Um, the Prometheans I loved fighting the Covenant it's just something there's not it's just not as satisfying the gunplay and the minute to minute gameplay I don't think in 4, 5 and I assume 6 especially now they're doubling down on fighting Promethean's robots I think for a long time Playstation have been running away with this generation so I think Xbox really need to drop the gauntlet at this one with some exclusives Playstation have got a lot they've already announced there's not a lot they could surprise us with I say that, but we'll see. Um, So I do think Microsoft need to kind of bring their A game, because whereas in the 360 PS3 generation, Microsoft had it. This generation, PS4, has kind of been running away, and the amount of valuable exclusives they've got has overshadowed Microsoft quite a bit. So I think pulling Halo 6 out would improve that. Um, A game I'm hoping I see, and one... There's a list of four that Sony have announced that they're... Uh, four games that they're going to announce prior to E3 on the build-up to. Um, there's going to be two PS4 titles, a PSVR title, and how they word it, an anticipated title with integration for, for PSVR. So I don't know whether that's going to be like a remaster of something important or popular. Don't know. Just because of... The Last of Us 2 will probably be we'll probably see gameplay and a, a, and some more from that this time round. And I really hope we do. I don't know whether they'll do a remaster of the first one. I don't know how good that would be in PSVR, because it's not even first person. Um so that's probably not not really got much stock. But as for one of the few unannounced but anticipated PlayStation 4 titles, I'm hoping we see a kill zone. Now, Killzone, I have a real soft spot for. I've played every game apart from the first one because I didn't have a PlayStation 2, but I I, I do want to go back. The last time we saw Killzone in any form was the launch of the PlayStation 4. Um, Shadowfall was a launch title for the console, and it was such a good game. It removed the heaviness of... The character, if it felt a bit more free, the gunplay was a lot more fun. The color palette and graphics were incredible, and still are to this day. They hold up really well, and it was well received. There was also Killzone Mercenary for the PS Vita, but other than that, we've not really heard from Guerrilla Games on the front of a Killzone title. They were responsible for Horizon Zero Dawn, which was laptop everyone loved that game and that did only come out at the beginning of last year so i don't know whether we might i don't know how big guerrilla games is that they could be working on both at the same time i assume with the backing of sony they're quite large and they're quite a large studio and could work on two games at once but i would love to see even if it's a year and a bit out or two years out of a push i would love to see a teaser for a killzone title a game that I'm not sure we will see but I really hope we are, we do is CD Project Red's Cyberpunk 2077. Now they've had a bit of fun with this game. Um one of the latest teaser trailers says at the end um coming when it's ready. <laughs> they're quite, they're having fun with it. But I love the Cyberpunk setting as a whole so Deus Ex, Blade Runner and I'm hoping for literally The Witcher 3 in a cyberpunk setting from the trailer it looks like there's robots so um similar thing to halo 3 really ai or robots we've seen i mean we've seen this before there's a channel 4 program called humans there's detroit become human robots in the trailer there's a robot lady and a lot of dead people around her dead there's blood so dead humans it looks like and the police are shooting her and it's hitting her and it's chipping away paint and there's a police officer stood over her with a gun to her head now my thought is it will be the witch 3 in a cyberpunk dystopian setting and i'm kind of hoping we get to play a blade runner type rick deckard role of hunting down these robots droids whatever they are replicants (laughs) um that would be amazing and i would sink thousands of hours into it not a lot's been released it might not even be that that's just analysis that anyone could deduce from that trailer i'm not particularly skilled at that that's what it looks like to me i can imagine it's probably third person like the witcher and there's going to be a plethora of side quests and it's going to be for the most part open world all these things i would love even if it's linear i would i would love it more if it was open world um, as for multiplayer, that's not been mentioned, but I can see it being not a persistent world. Basically, just going on the the previous experience. It's one of the things that I think might include a battle royale mode, maybe. Um, so they'll have like a, cu- a couple city blocks, and you all load in, and it's the last one, but the last one alive. I don't know whether they will that's just kind of me peeing in the wind um but i i really want to see more from cyberpunk 2077 and the game i do want to see more of definitely is um the division two now we have been told we will see more at e3 and i'm pretty confident that we, we will see some kind of gameplay If not, I'm hoping it's playable. Not that I'm going to be there, but I'm hoping for a lot of videos from people and attendees as well as the official stuff that we see. So, The Division ended with um, the Division agent you've been tailing um, escaping with the means to create a worse virus than the Green Poison, which decimated the city that you saw as you played. I can see this game um he seems he's got a bit of angst towards the government and i can see this game probably being a clone of what you've what you came to expect in the division um times two so move settings to i'm going to assume washington um just to get back at the government and a worse virus employing some of the game mechanics that you saw in the global outbreak campaign which introduced area of effect abilities for the enemies so infected combatants if they were close to you um sap away at your health i think this time round if they want to show a city on its knees and a worse virus than the green poison they've got to apl- affect the player somewhat so i don't know whether they will narratively infect the player and there's certain things you can you can and can't do like a stamina meter or um, health that uh, deteriorates over time or whether they will stay with area of effect attacks and abilities for the combatants. So if you go too close, your health will start sapping away. Because um, it, it did spice up combat, I had to think, before charging into a room, even if I knew I could take the guys that were in there just got of my load out. If I stayed too long or got too close, my health dropped quite considerably. Although, way too soon to see anything from it, I'm hoping for a little more information about the investment Bungie has received. Um, So, they've got $100 million uh, for a new title that isn't Destiny related, which I am excited for because Bungie are a fantastic studio. They created Halo. Destiny has its strong points, but. It is a game, especially in from the second instalment, floundering. And I do think they need to be able to liberate themselves from the mess that was Destiny 1. It's narrative, it's reported production cycle. I think they need to start on a new project, and I'm, I very much support that. I'd like to possibly, this E3, get an inkling of what that might be or where that might lead. Um, not saying we will, I think it's way too early because this news has only just been announced, but I think it's a bit of a coincidence that it was announced that they've got funding for this new title and that we'd see Jack all come E3. So even if it's just a title or a teaser image of the font, (laughs) just an idea of what they're working towards would be quite nice. Looking forward to seeing more from Anthem. Now, Anthem... I have high hopes for, but I'm also a bit concerned because it keeps being postponed, and I've not re- we've not really got to see a lot. The game itself looks beautiful. It kind of looks like Destiny done well, so I'm hoping that is the case. Um, I also think that <laughs> IGN UK did this in their podcast where they pitch forward E3 predictions and f- games they thought might include a battle royale mode, and I think with it being the go-to thing and I think Anthem might just because of the multiplayer narrative nature and the fact that you could you could feasibly drop in because it's mech suits so I think it might and I'm looking forward to seeing more from it and hopefully Bioware can really knock this out of the park because they're a brilliant studio that do right m- most of the time one of the final things I really want to see is some gameplay and some bloody information about Death Stranding I really enjoy Hideo Kojima. I've recently got myself a PlayStation Vita. Yes, it's a dead handheld, I don't care. (laughs) Um, And I've been replaying the Metal Gear Solid games because they're games I've spent hundreds of hours in over my childhood. And it's quite surprising how much is still muscle memory. I'm currently playing Sons of Liberty. And I'm understanding a little bit more of the story now. I'm a bit older. Um, I think I last played it when I was about 13, 14. And it's, it's a fantastic game. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what Kojima goes on to do with Death Stranding. Um, watching the trailers and what I know of it so far, I don't know whether it'll be a supernatural horror and the ink, invisible ink monsters. I don't know whether it's some f- form of par- parallel dimension or evolution gone wrong. So I'm thinking it's going to be a little bit like Stranger Things in the fact that it's two worlds side by side, so like the upside down. In the longest trailer that was shown at the Game Awards, um, Norman Reedus' character describes the big bang and how it began life, and then there was another bang and life changed, or it birthed this new life, and I think he's talking about the creatures of darkness, the invisible creatures. My thought is it's some sort of scientific experiment gone horribly wrong. Um, Think of the Hadron Collider if it would have created a black hole. I'm thinking that kind of thing. I don't know what role Porter his character plays in this he might be part of the uh, part of the research team or uh, or the security team that works alongside the research team and i've got no idea why there's a weird baby that now lives in his belly gameplay wise i can see it being similar to metal gear but a little bit more shootery possibly i can definitely see the appeal in third person espionage stealth and um, because in the trailer they the characters are constantly making each other be quiet to avoid detection from the creatures. So I can see it using the things he's learnt from Metal Gear and employing them to a horror adventure setting. So I'm hoping that's what that is and it does look really interesting. Um weird interesting but definitely something I want to watch. So that does it for my E3 prediction podcast. Let me know if you've got any thoughts. Is there anything that I've missed that you're really looking forward to? Because I've not really covered things that aren't on my radar. Or Nintendo at all. Um, there might be more Labo coming, I don't know. But yeah, this is these, these are the kind of things that are on my radar. Last of Us 2, I'd love to see more of. Um, obviously, at the end of Last of Us, Joel stole Ellie away before they could harvest the Cure and Killer. So, we're now years after the fact the only thing we've really seen is ellie playing the guitar being older so we know she's fine um so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing the world more in ruin and possibly playing from ellie's perspective maybe so maybe you've got some thoughts is there anything you think could be coming that hasn't been announced yet do you have any idea what the titles as yet unannounced by sony might be Hit up the comments or tweet us at ghoulishentertainment. It's at ghoulishent on Twitter and at Ghoulish Jimmy on Instagram. You can visit us at ghoulishentertainment.com. I've been Jimmy once again and I shall see you next week. This episode of the Ghoulish Entertainment podcast is brought to you by CutoutMe.com. At CutoutMe.com you can upload your own images and recreate them as cardboard cutouts or face masks watch their handy tips video to see what kind of images make a good cutout and off you go as a special offer for our listeners they are offering 10% off of your purchase if you use offer code ghoulish10 so that's ghoulish and one and a zero no capitals no spaces Blah 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 whether you've got a picture of the groom for an embarrassing best man speech you find yourself unable to go to an international family event but still want to be in the photos it's less than a plane ticket or maybe you're going off to university and will miss the family pet because they do pets too So that's cutoutme.com using offer code GOOLISH10.